Okay, welcome back to another episode of what was formerly called Chit Chat, and it's now called Deal Me In. And today we are having a ladies' roundtable discussion. And today we have Kendra, Aaron, and Camille joining us. Everybody, briefly say hello, introduce yourself, or whatever you want to do. Hey, my name is Aaron. Hi, I'm hey, Camille. Y'all. <laughs> all hey, right y'all so, i'm kendra all right so we're just going to be going over a few topics today um and it's basically just everything ladies talk about okay and today's just gonna be fun all right so we have um First thing we're going to talk about, motherly duties. Okay, so I believe Camille and I are the only parents. So, Camille, when somebody says motherly duties, what's the first word that comes to your head? Um, Cooking. Or no, cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> cooking or cleaning. Okay, and what, like, before, would you say, like, you, before you became a parent... Would you say you had a good idea of, like, what all would be involved with motherly duties, or is it, like, a whole different thing once you actually become a parent? Um, It's definitely a whole nother thing when you become a parent because it's, like, you have to do it. So it's not, like, when you just by yourself. And, well, when I was alone, I was staying with my parents. So they would just, like, if I didn't want to do something, I just really didn't have to do it because my mama would cook or buy food and you know tell us to clean up but sometimes we wouldn't listen so mm-hmm. I mean now that I'm on my own and I have a child it's like I have to do everything because <clears throat> otherwise I'm just talking to the wall <laughs> right <laughs> and um Aaron so what would you think when you say when somebody says motherly duties like not being a parent yet what would you think that would mean. Oh man, let me think. Okay, <laughs> being supportive of your kids. I agree. Um, I think that's the main thing because a lot of people, like a lot of kids or a lot of adults, have issues now because they didn't have their proper supports. That's a really good one. Okay, what else? I'm sorry. Um, I'm get ready to say something else, but I totally lost my train of thought. Oh, teaching, ki- teaching. How can I say it? Um, I don't know. You got to come back to me on that one. I told it. Totally <laughs> slipped my mind. The wrong thing. It's all right. It totally Kendra, slipped my what, mind. It's all right, Kendra. What about you? Um, when I think of, of motherly duties or parenting, um, the first thing that comes to my mind, I guess, when I, I guess we could just say motherly duties would be like being a a superwoman. Um being mm-hmm. obligated like have to do everything you gotta like she said cook clean you gotta nurture you gotta take care of you know the child mm-hmm. um you know i mean you literally have to do everything you gotta be the teacher you gotta be the preacher you gotta be the the janitor i mean you, you literally have to do it all so for me i feel like superwoman <laughs> is the word that kind of comes to mind when i think about motherhood right i agree too um that's definitely like just being um 
a mom, you kind of you kind of do because you step into it and you're like, all right, you kind of know what to expect, and then like you have to take on this and then the other, and then like just with having a um a second grader now, it's a lot. Like when they start, like it's kindergarten, and it's like fun. You do like a little homework or whatever, but then you have to think about like developmental issues like just different things that come into play when you know kids go to school it's like stuff that you I mean you knew about but you really didn't have to deal with um beforehand you know what I mean so uh I like all of those responses um Aaron you want us to come back to you <laughs> girl I don't know my mom went totally blank with that I'm trying to think about Kelsey and Josh when they were younger mm-hmm I kind of pretty much agree with everybody else. Being superwoman, watching my mom pretty much have more than one hat. Um, when you're a parent, like, nobody is going to do, like, everything like you. So you pretty much want to take the reins and do everything on your own. I know I would as a parent because I don't really trust that people are going to do things the way I do them. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely wearing that superwoman hat. That, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I definitely would agree with that one. Right. Um, All right, I would just like to throw a note in there just real quick. It's also a difference um, in motherly duties between, you know, if you're married or if you're a single mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, that's true, too. That is true. Um, so what would you say the difference is uh, being married versus the single mother? I mean, I don't... I. My situation is a whole. That's a whole nother discussion. So, <laughs> just, okay, let's say that for the Valentine's you have, Day edition. You have, okay, right. you have, get your get your gift first, then we we'll talk about them. You have the you have the uh, marriage aspect. So, what what would you say is different since you said that? Um, the so with motherly duties, that's different. I mean, of course, you know, I always have to, you know, think of my husband, but also I have to communicate with him as far as you know my daughter's needs so Mm -hmm. you know that they are being met so it's more so just like kind of having another person involved it kind of takes a little bit of the load off of you but as the the mother you still pretty much have to do it all but you you get a little help from your husband you know Mm -hmm. right I think it's just that aspect of it's just not that men won't help, but it's just certain things like even if we ask for help, we kind of have to do stuff like again for them. That's what mm-hmm. comes to mind for me. So I get that. Um, kind of segueing into like from like motherly duties uh, for everybody. Who wants to start? Let's see. Let's start with Kendra. Fun. What is fun? <laughs> at this age like I mean honestly because so many times people like you know okay so with me moving to like a new state and everything people are like okay what I'm like what is it here to do for fun and so many people around my age are like fun and they just kind of look at me funny and I'm like uh really wow yeah it's like fun so what, what would you say Kendra what is fun? Um, let's see. Well, I would say it's 
it's changed for me over the years. Like when I first sure. I moved from mm-hmm. Missouri to Houston to Texas, and my, mm-hmm. you know I live in Houston, Texas currently. And when I first moved here, it was like a culture shock. I'm from a small town, and I thought fun was going to the bar and like. Or I came from a college town, so I thought fun was my college parties. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in a sorority, so the Greek life and all that kind of stuff. I thought that was fun. Then right. when I moved here, and I'm like, oh, this is a whole nother fun. Like, I can party every day of the week. Um, <laughs> you know, and then when I hit, when I hit 27, 20, I'm 28 now, getting ready to be 29. I'm like, wait, none of this is fun anymore. Like, I want to stay mm-hmm. at home, and I want to cook dinner. Or I want to go to the movie. I'm, the right. club wasn't fun to me anymore. So fun to me would be like making money. Like right. um, it all kind of it, it switches up, of course, as we age. So or or fun to a married person would be me going out with my husband or me doing things with my husband or you know I have a boyfriend. So the fun mm-hmm. stuff we do is like laying up watching Power. Like I think that's fun nowadays. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I can honestly say that it has definitely. Um, changed from when I was younger to now I'm like oh I don't even see how y'all stay up past 12 anymore you know so right I I would say yeah basically relaxing would be fun to me like to have a work week like I mean I guess depending on like your work schedule like if some people like work weekends and stuff like that like just having a weekend not even to go out or do anything but just a weekend to just just sit and like in PJs and just like catch up on a few episodes or whatever show you miss is fun and it's kind of sad I mean not sad really because maybe like five years ago would y'all say five years ago you would be like oh I never want to sit around and think that fun is relaxing because you would ask people to go out and they'd be like I'm just gonna sit at home and like "Eh." for sure for sure (laughs) right so, Aaron, what would you say is fun right now? You agree? Sound like you agree mostly with what Kendra said. I do. Um, I agree. Um, I think self care is fun for me. Mm-hmm. Like I say, everybody got everybody got jobs nine to five. You know what I'm saying? So we want to relax when we do get that off time. We, you know, we run our errands and do what we gotta do. But most of the time, we want to relax, just being at home. You know, some people do facials. I know I'm one of those people. Some people go get waxes. Just spending some alone time, some some time to yourself to reflect, right. like for sure. Um, I'm also I'm kind of a foodie, so I like to try out new restaurants <laughs> and stuff. Right. That's a, that's a that's a fun thing for me. I, you know, food is my thing. Like I said, so between that and just taking a moment to like have some alone time you know like mm-hmm. light some candles drink some wine you know I'm all for that I'll take that over going to the club or going to the bar any day that's just me amen oh. alright yeah I I agree Camille what do you think um kind of just a piggyback off of what the other lady said um uh, but a difference for me would be traveling like I haven't traveled a lot so to me that would be so fun to just travel with my husband or my my daughter just as a family or some couple trips you know and just like see places Mm -hmm. that's Um, definitely it for me I would say travel I mean everything everybody said and I think it just like Kendra said it comes with just like age 
I think um, everybody around the same age kind of has that general idea of fun, like from the ages like between like twenty five and thirty, I think maybe even like thirty five. Like I mean, but people go through different stages in life, so fun could mean something different to them too, depending on like you know you can have somebody who um, maybe they're um, single and you know or you know, and then they just want to kind of, like, have fun, like, go out and meet people because they're still trying to meet someone, or they have a lot of friends who are single, so to them, it still may be the bar and everything else. Mm-hmm. You know? But, um, then again, like, you also may just enjoy just sitting around and, like, watching a movie, because, I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody everybody has to work for a living, so at this point, you're working most of your time that is free, so you want to kind of, like, do something else besides just, like, go out and whatever else you kind of need, some you time. So, I think that makes perfect sense. Would anybody say that, like, if, does everybody agree that if somebody asked you to go out to the club, like, you probably would say no? Or do you think you still would? I still would. I, I mean, I have my moments sometimes where I do want to go to the club. But, you know, St. Louis is just sometimes some different areas. Be right. right. You know, you kind of got to, like, be mindful of, right. uh, you know, the areas that you went. But I definitely get those urges and little moments every now and then where I'm like, you know what? I don't want to stay in the house. I want to put something cute on, put some makeup on. I want to go to the club. I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never really have anybody to go, you know, go with me. But for sure, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely, sometimes I miss those, like, college, early 20s mm-hmm. type scene, for sure. Right. You kind of miss, yeah. you kind of want to go out and, you know, you stick with, right. like, same routine and you kind of want to do something different. Like, yeah, I agree. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I want to, you know, oh, next weekend, let's do it again. No, like, but... <laughs> <laughs> Like, especially yeah. if we went out to, like, you know, a different state. We all, like, a girl's trip or something. Like, definitely. Um, okay. Kind of segueing to something different. Uh, what do you guys feel about marriage? Do you feel marriage is a must? Because, I, mean, I know you're already married. So, <laughs> you have any input? Um, It's not a must. Um, it definitely wasn't what I expected. I think people are more and more into the idea of being married than mm-hmm. the actual marriage because mm-hmm. it's nothing like I, I you know we all have that idea in our head and it's it's nothing like that I mean it's she honestly, scared me see, I mean no it's not bad <laughs> unless you and your partner in on bad terms but you definitely have a lot more at stake in a marriage because mm-hmm. like y'all legally you know what's his is mine and what's he mine is his you know legally um but I mean I I think a lot of people feel like it's a must because just like you know like when I was growing up you know like your family tell you like you need like before you even have kids you know you need to be married right you know, um, but I definitely our, don't that's, that's think it's a, our family. I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a must if you okay in the situation that you in. I mean, marriage shouldn't like solidify it or make it right. less real. I mean, but I definitely feel like it's a 
it's more like a you know you committing to that person mm-hmm. so I mean yeah that's how I feel about marriage Kendra what about you well marriage um <laughs> as, I, as, I, as, I, as I continue to get older um, and I continue to like see people marry people um, you know sometimes some days I'm like okay I want to get married you know it's a must you know because I got this friend and she's happy and I got this friend and they're happy and, right you know they're happily in love and they're married and they're doing their thing and I'm like I want that you know I want the family I want the kids and I want the husband mm-hmm. and then I got some friends who you know they've been cheated on and you know now I can get divorced and you know, they got right. three kids and, you know, now right. she's getting ready to be. It's just a lot. So for me, it goes up and down on the importance of it. Um, Granted, I mean, I have parents who've been married for 29 years. So mm-hmm. I have that to look at and be like, oh, you know, I do want that. But then I'm like, maybe that's not for me. And right. I've Same grown here. to be okay with either or. Um, mm-hmm. And just more so be happy with who I'm with and not to, like, put pressure on marriage I don't want to be pressured into something I want to just move exactly into it naturally. you yeah. do not want to be pressured into... I'm sorry I'm a little passionate about that okay <laughs> <laughs> I feel y'all passionate too because ain't nobody finna make me and you're not happy so <laughs> it's not happening I just can't right Aaron what about oh god <laughs> okay I used to I ain't gonna lie. I used to feel like marriage was a must, and I just, mm-hmm. it was something I so desperately wanted, but when I say, y'all, I have so many people that are married around me that are not happy. Hello. And that is okay. the biggest fear of mine. I, I've had people that I've known that are dating married men, like, stuff like that. I can't. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I feel I feel like at this point, if it happens, it happens. God will literally have to come down and like sit next to me and say, "Hey, you know what, daughter? This is the person that I want you to marry. This person is for you, for me to ever let up and be yeah. like, y'all, this is my husband.' Like, I just I don't know if I'm if I'm ready. It's a gamble, you know what I'm saying? I've I've heard I've heard adults. Even people that have been married for like 20, 30, 40 years say that it is definitely a gamble. And, mm-hmm. you know, you may get, you may get something good out of it. You know, you mm-hmm. might not. You know, you have, yeah. you really are putting yourself out there to be vulnerable. Yeah. You know, what if you get up one day, you know, those movies are real. What if you get up one day and your husband don't love you no more? Or what if you grow out of love with your husband? How are you going to tell them? You know, things right. like that. I just don't know if I'm ready to be vulnerable with that person right now. Right. I think it's going to take some time, you know, and like you said, it doesn't really help when people around you, you got your family, they constantly asking you, okay, so where the kids at? When you're going to get married? Like, what you waiting on? Like, right. it's not my right. You know, it's not me. You know, how, how y'all going to assume that it's me? It's not me. I just haven't had the, I, the, the, the right person hasn't found me. I'll just say that. Right. So, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I agree with that. I think all of us have said the same thing about like pressure. And even Camille, like, kind of like said that, you know, she feel like it's not a must. You know what I'm saying? It's something you want to do and mm-hmm. you just want to be committed to that person. And I won't lie. Like, for me, 
I want to say it's like I would say commitment, but like not not like what you would think. I'm trying to think of how to explain this. Um, I would just say like because when you're in a marriage, I mean, kind of like what Camille said, everything is legal. So like your issues, like I think it's like a, a psychological thing because at that point, like when you're just dating, you're like, okay, if something comes up or like whatever, like this person cheats or this person lies or like, you know, this person, I I feel like, you know, I'm just not happy anymore. Like, like whatever it may be, or not even like a bad thing. Like it's just like, sometimes people just like gradually grow apart in, in peace. You know what I mean? And it's just like, how do you deal with that? Or, you know, yeah, you would have scary. to actually like, yeah, you would have that's to some face. scary shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, Seriously, you would have to face those issues. You know what I mean? And, um, it's just, you know, you're committed and, like, you don't want to just give up because you're married and you love this person. You know what I mean? So, I think I think that's the thing, too. Like, and I feel like that's why a lot of stuff happens to where, like, who said they have friends that are with married men or something? Yeah, that was me. I know some folks that was, I had the, it was this girl that I used to work with. She was happily dating a married man. I'm like, sis. Yeah. That ain't, that ain't. You know, you, you gotta, okay, some of us think it's cute, but you have to remember that what if you were in that situation, you know? Right. You know, that's not something that I don't, I don't feel like it's acceptable. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't, I just couldn't get with it. You know, when you see, when you hear other people's experiences, it influences yours. Yeah, it influences how you view things sometimes because you've never sure. dealt with it, so like it's something new, and like that's what they're telling you, and that's kind of what you have to look forward to. But I mean, I'm, and then again, like Kendra said, you have some people like her parents have been married for you said 29 years, mm-hmm. yeah, so like you have that too, and you're like, oh, okay, because mm-hmm. my parents have been together for a while, but I've seen yeah, that it comes with too. obstacles. <laughs> So, yeah, and and great sacrifice. You know, that's yeah, like yeah. The, I hear a lot of people when they when they talk about marriage. That's like the first thing that come to people's mind when they think about marriage is compromise and sa- sacrifice. Somebody talking yeah. long long suffering. Like, are, <laughs> like those are, those are not words that I feel like don't. don't they used to be a group at church. I'm sorry, it's like yeah, the women of long, long suffering. Long suffering. Like when it comes to the person that I love, are you serious right now? Like, nah, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh uh-uh. Yeah. And I don't think it's all the way. I mean, not saying anybody's saying it's all the way in bed. I mean, it's it's bad and it's good, but I think that a lot of people like I don't know if it's yeah, Camille or Kendra. Yeah, wow. I, yeah, I don't I was just about to say, I don't know if Camille or Kendra said like, um, you oh, I just lost my train of thought. Like it's not good, it's not good. You just have to um kind of like you know grow with it or like work it like it's, it's hard work but it's like still you know when you put in that hard work and you go through the stuff now people have to know what to and what not to go through but mm-hmm. it's probably you know real beautiful thing once you guys have gone through those things and you've gotten to a place where you are you know what I mean I've mm-hmm. even seen like relationships like that not even you know marriages to where they've gone through and like now they're just like it's great, you know what I mean? But everything comes with hard work and everything like that. So that's kind of how I try to look at it. 
Um, uh-huh. But like I said, it's just the the psychological aspect of it to where I'm thinking like, okay, I'm going to be committed to like, you like, you can't just, I can't think that way. But I mean, it's the truth. People have to be, you know, honest with themselves too. So I think mm-hmm. that's a scary thing just to be honest about the situation. So yeah, I don't sure. know. That's how I feel about it. Uh, so, anyway, uh, kind of going to a whole nother thing. What would you guys say for a guy the ultimate turn off would be for y'all? Let's start with Camille. Or a turn off for a guy? Yeah, like the ultimate turn off. Like if you like if you can go back to like the dating or just like marry like like whatever like you can say that I mean whatever a lot of guys about dating. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like in general, what would be like the ultimate turn off from a guy? Um, I would say bad hygiene <laughs> and um not knowing how to poop. Not knowing how to cook, really? I mean, for some dudes, that's like a turn-off for them. They want you to be able to be their mama and be in the kitchen cooking three meals a day. No, I meant, like, what would you say, like, like for a guy, like, if you were into a guy, like, either, like, why are you married now? Like, there's something that makes you go, ugh, or, like, oh, you know? Oh, like a turn-off for me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I don't date stinky dudes. I was just thinking, like, <laughs> maybe he was some. Something that God that we do that turn off guys. Okay, a turn off for me is lying and cheating, baby. You got to go mm-hmm. because it's not gonna work. I can't stand no liar, and I always find out the truth. So it's like if you're not gonna be honest, and I gotta go be detective Camille. Then it's just too much. Right, a whole profession. So, yeah, that's a big turn off for me. Cheating and lying. Okay. What about you, Kendra? Well, I, let me start with me. What would I say? I think a huge turn off is um, for me as a guy who is like complacent. Like, I don't want anybody boring. You know what I mean? Like, if we're going to be together and we, we're, especially if we, I mean, at this point, obviously, we're thinking about growing together. And you want to, like, wind up boring. I mean, I get, you know, you go through spells in life. But if you're not willing to add a little adventure or something like that, like, what what do we have? You know what I mean? What do we have? Does anybody disagree? No, I agree. <clears throat> but I agree with that, too. I mean, if you disagree, yeah, it's fine. I totally agree. <laughs> I mean, because yeah. you should always be growing, whether it's in life or your Yeah, yeah, for sure. I agree. So I just yeah, I mean like I just need somebody to be like we're just sitting at home like let's save up for a trip to Africa or something you know what I mean like something fun you know don't just like be settled in the same routine like oh I go home play a video game I go to work like you know I don't know that's just for me okay I'm sorry yeah, Kendra what do you think like that. huh I said it's guys like that. Right. And just want to play the game, work, and come home. <laughs> right. Major turn off for me. Uh, Kendra, what do you think? 
Uh, turn off for me um, a little bit of everything that you all mentioned for sure uh, is a no-go. But um, a turn off <laughs> for me is somebody who, who's not willing to like get out there and get it. Like I don't have time for nobody who want to sound and you want a pity party and you want, you know, like I'm just, I'm not for that. Like I, I'm somebody who's motivated and who's a self-starter because I can't be your mom, you know, every time of course you know you have to nurture a man sometimes you know let's let's not say that we don't but i just don't like it when when there's a guy who like when i when i have a guy who he just it's always it's always a pity party like i, I it's just not for me like i want you to be self i'll be a self-starter <clears throat> to be self-motivated that way when i come and push you that just gives you that much more motivation to go and do whatever it is Right. And I definitely don't like a guy who's a dreamer and you're stuck on your dream. Like, mm. let's, let's mm-hmm. dream. Let's work towards it. If it don't work out, then I'm going to need you to move on. Um, right. Exactly. I know. Doing. Yeah. Let's not get stuck on the same little dream now. Now you wanted to play basketball. You want to play basketball since you was in middle school. You ain't made it yet, brother. Right. You're 28. I'm going to need you to hang that up. And right. We're gonna have to get a realistic <clears throat> dream going. So just just things like that. Big turn off. Mm-hmm. I agree. And what about you? Uh I can't inconsistency, child. Yeah. Like okay, That's you true. say you meet a guy, you know who's for example, say you meet a guy, y'all can exchange phone numbers, y'all start off text. Mm-hmm. Starts off every morning saying good morning. I had good morning text, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he starts off saying good morning, good morning. And y'all actually engage in a conversation, you know what I'm saying? Pretty much throughout the day, trying to get to know each other. And then all of a sudden, he goes, he goes like ghosts. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, like, when you be like, oh, he'll hit you, you know, guy, you know how guys do. They'll hit you up and be like, like, I know, like, like, like you didn't like you like me. You just didn't have a conversation. You know what I'm saying? Me, you, right. you know, go, go explain to yourself. Like, like what? Like hours, I mean, days. It's not, it's not like I, it's not like I feel like people owe you anything. But you know, your my time is, is valuable, one way or the other. I, I would say that I be owe the explanation. So I don't care if we. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if it's is if it's not anything serious. You know, if we're dating or whatever, my, I feel like my time is still valuable. But I, right. I really can't do that. I, I can't do the inconsistency. And then that they'll be like, oh, well, I was busy. And it's like, you know, you was too busy to just say, hey. Right. Let the person know, hey, I got a lot going on. You probably won't hear from me for a couple of days. Right. I just want to keep you updated and let you know. Like, I guess it's, I think in this day and time, it's very, very hard for people to do that. I don't know. I just, to me, that's a red flag. It is because it kind of sends a message of like, you're not really important, but I'll keep you around. Like Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I'm not really I'm not really interested, you know, but I don't want to tell you. Right. But I'm bored today, so I'll <laughs> I'll talk. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. Uh all right. So what is the ultimate turn on for you guys? Should we go in the same order? Oh, it doesn't matter. Just anybody. Okay. Um, my biggest turn on is a man that gets money. 
Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. They can't. Well, no, not give money. They sound like I'm a gold digger. They can't provide. <laughs> okay, Girl, you tell the truth. You don't sound like a gold digger. You sound like a speaker. <laughs> I mean, because at the end of the day, love don't pay the bills. So I need a go get up man that's going to get up, get out there, get it, and provide. Right, stability. Me and my family, not somebody that's like, oh, I can't get a job or. Oh, you know, just like making excuses and doesn't really want to do anything. Right. I, yeah. So that's my biggest turn on a provider. Okay. Uh, what about you, Kendra? Um, my biggest turn on would have to be that go getter. Like, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm with Camille mm-hmm. on that. Like, I, so I need too. somebody who's willing to go out there and get to the money. Go out there and bring home the bread. Go out there and make sure that they're working hard to accomplish their goals and to meet, you know, not only my needs, but their needs as well and whatever other responsibility they have. Um, Just being able to be that go-getter and be that provider to make sure that we good. Um, That's a huge turn on um, for sure for me. A huge turn on. Mm-hmm. I would say I agree with that just because you want, like, like I said before, stability. Um, you want to know you can trust someone, especially if you're talking about moving into a marriage. Um, life happens. So if you lose a job or you want to do something different, you want to know that that person is able to have your back. Like it doesn't even have to be the guy. Like I think it goes the same way for a female. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody who is not afraid to um, be able like, to support you. Yeah, if you're a team, if you're a team, you know, yeah, if you're a significant other, it's like, look, I want to go back and do two years of school for like whatever as a mechanic and it's going to make us this amount of money. Like, okay, (laughs) like we just need to figure out a plan, you know, and I will be up for something like that. Like, I just think that um, I think it was a good, a good um, suggestion or not suggestion, whatever you said, you know. Anyway, <laughs> so who went? Kendra went. Aaron, what about you? Uh, I pretty much will agree with the same thing. Some a person that's self motivated, that's sure of themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're in a relationship, no two people are the same. Confident. So I think that would be my. I'm listening. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I no two people are the same in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So one is supposed to kind of like bounce off the other, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes we have moments where we don't feel sure of ourselves. We don't feel motivated. You want your partner to be like, babe, you know what? You got this. This is what we going to do. You know, we're going to do this. We, I, uh, you, tell, you tell them this is what you want to do. And maybe you may feel like you're not able to do that. Or you're not in a uh, situation. And somebody is going to say, babe, you know what? Don't worry, like, I got this. This, this is the plan. We're going to have this plan. We're going to do this. Boom, boom, bam. And I'm going to mm-hmm. help you do this. And we're mm-hmm. going to make this happen. Like, somebody that's like that, that's willing to put you before them, before themselves. Somebody that's helpless. Mm-hmm. I say, I would say that, too. I agree. Okay, so what do you guys think about, like, say, marriage or relationship, if you guys had a significant other who... Like, say he lost his job, he got, like, hard times, or, like, maybe he lost, like, um, a parent, and it, like, really took him through, like, an emotional, like, turmoil, and he's just not doing well mentally or whatever. 
um, some people go through that. So what would you say, mm-hmm. like, as far as um, financially, like holding that person down, what, how long, like, is there a time frame or like how long is too long? Like, say you talk about it and they're still just, you know, not able to get it together. Like, do you, would you guys say you would have a time frame like a year? What would you think about that? I mean, you can't really put a time frame if that person is grieving. You can't put a time frame on grief. But I want to be a strong reminder every day that it's okay to grieve and it's okay to be in your head and go through what you're going through, but you can't stay here. You can't stay in your head. Like, at yeah. one point, you're going to have to, like, we're going to have to stop. We're going to have to start moving. And, you know, I'm here to be supportive and to do whatever it takes in terms of helping you reach the, the level that you need to reach. Mm-hmm. To a certain to a certain extent, you know what I'm saying, right? You got to be willing. First of all, you have to be willing to acknowledge what type of situation you're in. You know what mentally, how you feeling. You got to be able to acknowledge that. <clears throat> and then on top of that, like we have to sit and figure out the steps to move forward in that process. Right. I mean, I'm all for being supportive. Um, so you wouldn't nice. say, I mean, <clears throat> and what if this person, like, what if you did have that conversation and they just can't, I mean, not even like if it was a mental thing, just like, what if it was financially, like they lost their job, they just can't seem to find one. Like, it's just you that's supporting you guys. Or like, if you even had like a child, <clears throat> if you're supporting the three of y'all or the four of y'all, however many, like, what would you say as to one? Like, say you're making it by, but like barely, then what would mm-hmm. you say? That's a good one. Kendra, what do you think? That's a good one. <laughs> um, I think that, I mean, there's a, a different commitment level, excuse me, when it comes to, like, a relationship, um, mm-hmm. boyfriend-girlfriend, then it is, like, marriage. Um, But, you know, because in a marriage, I mean, that's, that's just a whole nother commitment. Um, but right. I would say, you know, I, that I, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I'll put a time frame on it. I ain't gonna lie. Um... I'm gonna be real <laughs> because I'm not going to I'm not gonna sit here and let you be down on yourself and then you bring me down. Um right, that's right. something that I'm I'm just for. So I will definitely give you your time to grieve. I'll give you your time to, you know, feel how you need to feel. But you know, you're gonna have to shake it at some point because you're going to life goes on. You know, I'm sure um I'm sure that um whatever happened it happened and you know it hurts and all that good jazz but life continues on whoever you lost whatever happened I'm sure they didn't want you to sit down and be in that in that in that um depressed state you know they don't want you to to get up and move on and continue on with your life so I would definitely put a time frame on it I don't know what the time frame would be you know because I don't want to sound harsh but Mm -hmm. um you know, I I would I would give it a little while, but I would also, you know, um, again, like I said, the commitment is different though. Like when you're married, um, I I, I can really I really I've seen it. Um, mm-hmm. it's just it's just a different kind of commitment when you're married. So, but, right. but again, I mean, of course, I I think you have to be understanding, especially when somebody loses somebody. But when it's time, you know, when I'm the only one who working, I'm the only one who paying all the bills. I'm the only one who doing everything. It's only gonna be so long. Be with willing to do all of that keep it real yeah because even though they're going through whatever they're going through like like you say you have like then it gets to a point where like you are kind of like 
stressing yourself out or like your mental health is like going or like you're you know you're giving all you can and like you're getting burnt out you know so um I think I agree with you I wouldn't know what that time frame would be but for me it would be something it would have to be like an internal like oh okay like it's you know we probably you need to figure something different out I would definitely go through the steps of like being supportive and everything like that but if I if I see that you're just not trying to like you just start like not to care. I think for me it would be just when you start not to care and you just like really start giving up and you like see that we need to be supporting each other or like I need that help and you're not really adamant about like you're helping out or like making your situation different, that would be it for me. Like and then I feel about it. Um what would you say? What, about you know, what are your huh? Go ahead. What about therapy? I mean, at that point, I feel like I'm not against therapy. I don't know about everybody else. But I think at that point, that person may may need a little therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exploring all options. I would definitely right. would do that too. Right. Camille, what do you think? Any thoughts? Um, so I definitely think um like you know, the lady said, I don't know what, well, honestly, for me, after a week, I'm just that type of person, I'm not gonna hold in how I'm feeling, I'm about to let you know, like, if I see after a week that you just really haven't made any progress on, you know, like, you said a week? A week. (laughs) Baby, a week. Seven days, okay? Come here. I created the earth in seven days, you got seven days to get past whatever it is. And getting, I'm not saying you gotta be over it, but mm-hmm. at least let's be moving forward. Like, right, right. I'm, I'm not about to go get the bacon and cook it too. It's, it's just not gonna happen. I can't. Yeah. I, but I am understanding, and I'll come to you like after that week. Like, okay, at this point, it's a bit much for me. Mm-hmm. So, what, what, how can I help you? What can I do? Right. Like, let's come up with some solutions because I feel like if a man really cares about you, he's I mean, regardless of what he's going through, his family mm-hmm. is number one. So he's not gonna let his his lady just sit there and do all the work and suffer. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Kinda, like you said, like you can kind of tell just, you know, in that moment, like if somebody doesn't really care, you know. I'm not saying, like I said, that you have to be completely over the issue, but show some effort. Like, you ain't got to be chippy chipper, but, you know, like, let's, you still got to get some, you got to, you know, do something. Right. Yeah. I agree. No, I like the honesty from everybody. So, uh, I'm gives a, you know, different, a hue of different opinions. So, I like that. Um, okay, kind of, did everybody give a response? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Er, okay. Yeah. Every, yeah. Yeah, everybody, everybody said something. Okay, I don't want to cut anybody off. <laughs> um, so this will be, we're kind of going to wrap everything up a little bit. This will be our, um, last little, uh, uh, topic. And I am going to throw out friendships. So, um, all of us 
who are like for everybody listening in all of us are around like the same age um so at this point in life friendships like what what would you say as a true friend like what what do you look for in a friendship do you even look for friendships anymore like how do you guys feel about that somebody that's supportive Uh, Um, but like do you feel like does anybody feel like like okay I don't need friends especially like because I just feel like I mean I'm not gonna say I don't need friends um but it's just it's obviously much different than before um I don't I don't know I just I feel like anybody who wants to be a friend is great like I'm not gonna go out and look for friends and it's not even like to like have like this uh big head or anything like that it's just you know you have friends I feel like like what Aaron said support you know you have people who care about you and you you guys kind of get each other through things in life and then you also um want um I don't want to say companionship you just want you know somebody to be able to talk to or just you know have fun with or whatever else like we kind of said before like you want to go out and have fun so you probably want to have like a ladies night so you want some kind of group of friends because if you are in a relationship I'm pretty sure you kind of get tired like okay like let's go do this and like he's like eh, you go ahead and it, <laughs> so I, I run into that so I would say um I'm not huge on friendships but like it's great to have like a little close circle what do you guys feel like um, I, I agree. A, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I agree. Um, I feel like a friend, a true real friend, is somebody that at the end of the day has my best interest at heart, like almost mm-hmm. like family. That's a real friend. Like if you just gonna tell me what I wanna hear and you're not gonna tell me when I'm wrong or we got a disagreement and you don't mm-hmm. feel like that we can hash it out and you feel like you need to go talk to me talk about me to another friend like that's right. a real friend like to me a real friend is like a sister and they're real hard to come by and it's easy to get just a little temporary friend you know confused with a real friend but it's definitely a big difference and I don't really go out looking for friendships because when I was younger I actually had a female friend that I thought was like I guess you could say my best friend and mm-hmm. she did me really wrong. And it's just like, since then, it kind of affected my views on friendships. I actually mm-hmm. find it that I'm able to get along with guys better than I am females. Right. I feel that because they're a, a little more like just lax. Yeah, they, they transparent. They chill. They going to listen and they not so mm-hmm. reactive. Right. It's like if you mad, they gonna be like, okay, you know, a tree. You don't want the drama. Yeah. Like, and they ain't gonna be gossiping and telling your business. Some dudes do do gossip, but majority of the time, you know, if you got a good guy friend. Yeah. Um, Do you, I mean, I know they have like the shows that that the housewives and all of that like with the ladies like do like the gossip do you guys feel like that's a thing now should that I mean I don't know with whatever uh circles you guys have as friend like friendship circles or whatever I know Camille you just said you don't really um care to have like too many friends you don't go out looking for friendships but 
do you guys see that still like a lot of gossip a lot of like oh well he said just just drama in friendships or do you guys yeah do you just stray away from it or have you been involved in it do you still have to deal with it I'm a listener in them type of situations. I don't put yeah. my two say in on mm-hmm. listen. I just listen to everybody talk about each other. If you're not really <laughs> my friend, it ain't my job to come back and tell you what she said. Right. I just know now I know how you how y'all are. So now I know y'all ain't the type of people that I want to be around. Right. And I know what to tell you and what not to tell you. Right. Cause I've heard of situations where it's like from the outside looking in like they they have a group and they're like okay well this out of the group is like this this out of the group and I'm like what like that's just too much it's like okay we you know you're friends for a reason like it just it's supposed to be easy going like you said before um so all of that kind of just like stray away and if we just never talk like we just <laughs> we just never talk I'm sorry Kendra what do you think um well, you know, I always tell my friends this. I'm not in. I'm not out here shopping for friends. Um, right. I'm not out here looking for friends. I have my friends, and they're more like my family. They're more like my sisters. Um, mm-hmm. um and um, really, they. Re- I don't have too many friends. Now that I think about it, because everybody's more like family. We've been we've been friends for years. Um, mm-hmm. And and again, like you meet people, and they kind of go in different categories. Like you have your coworkers who. Or like your girls, you know, you could call them and y'all can go and do, you can go out, you can do lunch, you know, you guys may might get together on birthdays or something, and that's a different kind of friend, right? Um, or like, you know, a different kind of relationship, you know. So you build these different relationships, and then you have your core group, um, right? You know what I'm saying? Which I call my crew, you know, because we've been close and we're gonna ride regardless. You know, the coworkers gonna come and go because I may switch a job and. We, you know, we might be coworker, you know, coworker friends, you know, but then when the job switches, so do they, you know. So um, it just, you know, people come and go, and then you have that core, core, core sisterhood, that core friendship that you have. Because again, I'm, I'm with you, um, Camille. I have some some male friends too that ride harder than the female friends I didn't had in my life. So, you know, I'm again like kind of like you said, um, with you know, I'm not really looking for any friends. I mean, nice. um, and then to think about what a friend is definitely is, is somebody who um, is loyal and, you know, who's consistent, who's down and, you know, somebody who's going to tell you straight up, somebody who's going to be there for you, somebody who's going to support you no matter what, and somebody who's going to, you know, tighten you up when you're wrong. So um, again, I, I, I'm only going to take it from a few people. I'm like, let me keep my same little core because I can't take it from everybody and everybody don't know me, you know what I'm saying, to, to give it to me how I need it to be given to me. So, um, you know, it's, I'm definitely, like you said, I mean, as we, as we get to a certain age, we're just not searching for friends. It's just not mm-hmm. happy. Like, we mm-hmm. meet people, oh, my girl, you know, we good. But, you know, at the end of the day, I know such and such got my back because I didn't know her for 10 years. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people I agree. Come and go. People come and go in life, you know. So I've had ten year friends who ain't my friend no more, and that's okay. Right. So it's a season for everybody. Um, yeah. And you kind of you kind of see that as like as we live life, and you know we grow old and we do whatever. We see we we can we can kind of recognize them seasonal people and be like, all right, girl. You know, I should have I should have gone and gave you the boot two years ago. You know, you were talking that shit behind my back, excuse me. But you know, we we, we see it, but you know how we always want to hold on. So anyway, 
I'm not gonna segue into something different, but um, <laughs> you know, friends are good. <laughs> Right, <laughs> I agree. And Aaron's laughing. <laughs> and Girl, I feel that's like, I mean, right. I mean, me and Aaron. I mean, it's kind of like the same. Like me and Aaron, friends slash family slash whatever. Like we mm-hmm. and we have like known each other's friends and like heard stories and like what the other person goes. And I think we've both gone through everything you just said, Kendra. So. It's like, and I mean, at this point, like our friendship, I mean, it, it's family. I mean, like you know we just support each other and we just kind of like I don't know it's just there and then we'll try to like have fun when we can like I think it's just a true that's a true friend like you just have Mm -hmm. people who like who can weather the storm like that and they're they're not just around to say I'm around you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. I feel like for sure I definitely feel like we're, I feel like we're more fan. Like, like I, I agree with Kendra. It's, you have to differentiate those friends that are family, you know, versus, right. you know, acquaintances or whatnot. I believe me and you are. We're we're family, so like right. I never look. I never look at it outside of like being just a long time friend. We're like we're family. Right. But I'm. I feel like I'm against meeting new people. I feel like I spent all my twenties like being closed <laughs> off. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. being closed off, I didn't want any friends, you know, because everybody that would come around, it just would be something. It would already be something. So mm-hmm. I kind of closed myself off. And now as I'm older, I realize that I feel like I feel like having friends are important, and people that be like, "Oh, I don't need no friends," or you know, "I'm good on friends." I feel like everybody needs somebody, and especially with this damn time with us being black women. Like I want to bring race into it, but. With us mm-hmm. being black, like young black successful women, like we go through a lot of things, and mm-hmm. I just feel like we need, like we need that camaraderie. You know what I'm saying? Of different females, right? You know, sometimes we, they're not. We cannot. Sometimes we can't bring everything to men. Yeah, we had those homeboys or whatever that's gonna ride harder than some of the females, but sometimes they can't relate to what we're going through. So then yeah, we we, we holding what we going through in. You know, because we don't have that camaraderie of, of, right. of females. Like I said, I'm not. I agree. I'm not going out searching for any. But if they come along, I definitely wouldn't be against it. Right. I wouldn't be against it, meeting uh, meeting new people. I feel the same way. Like I don't go out searching. I have my you know <clears throat> close knit or whatever. And um, if I you know if I've I've met friends like just through work that I've that I've kept till now and it's like we you know we don't have like oh my goodness we talk every day like we know everything about each other but we'll still get together and we'll link up and we just have the understanding and we support each other like in whatever way that we can from afar you know whatever mm-hmm. and um I feel like that's what I've gained you know throughout the years and this I, I don't mind like you know opening up doors to new friendships like that but if I do see drama like Ken, uh, Kendra said like you just I would probably kind of just like eh, slowly but surely not really talking to you anymore. So um, I agree. Like I, I don't think that anybody should be closed off and say, "Oh, I'm not looking for friends," and just cancel people out. But it's nothing that you're really like, oh, "I need a friend," or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is um, like sometimes you know you just won't. oh go ahead I'm sorry. <laughs> No, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say that. Be you know, I'm I'm wary of people who running around town looking for a whole bunch of friends. Like, yeah. okay, girl, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm a little wary of you. You may not be the one I want to let into my crew because you seem as if you flipping and flopping, and anybody got time for disloyal people? 
mm-hmm. probably yeah. have lost all of their friends and like <laughs> squirreling. Right. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, but just closing out, um I don't know if anybody else had anything to say, but um we're just gonna wrap it up. Uh I think it's been a great discussion. I've loved having you guys on here. This was fun. It's it's uh, my first um time having a group on the podcast so it's been fun i'm definitely gonna keep doing it um and if you guys come back again that'd be great this was fun um was anybody fun. have anything to say i want to come back i better get an invite i had a good time all right it was, it was yeah, really good, good, good discussion and to just hear everybody's you know views based on the type of life that they're living mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And if anyone, um, for anyone who's listening in, um, if you guys want to, we're going to close it out and I'm going to open up a group chat just for like anybody who has like comments or just you want to kind of like expand on anything that we talked about. Or if you want to throw in a topic about what you would like to hear next time, if you would like to be a part of the podcast, that'd be great. I'm always open to new people and different ideas and everything like that. Um, as you can see, we bounce around a lot of topics, so we don't, I mean, I, I don't, you know, really like to just talk about one thing or just be boring or bland, like I'm open to whatever. So um, I will leave that information for you guys, um, and you can also go on Instagram. I'll have links there, and I'll post all the links um, on IG or Snapchat or wherever you follow me at and then on Anchor if you want to send in live messages you can there too um, Aaron, Camille and Kendra thank you ladies so much for joining me tonight you're welcome Yay. thank you for having me thanks for having me <laughs>